Pipe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We're part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. This week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe. We're going back and taking a look at video game movies. We're going to do a fun little quiz. I looked up video game movie reviews that are one star. I'm going to read them to Jay, and he's going to see if he can figure out what movie they are talking about you guys can play along as well when you're listening before we get into this awesome episode though here's a word from our sponsor rise and shine my sinners when father evil starts his day he gets a little deadly deadly grounds coffee has the richest smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere it's sinfully delicious once you go deadly you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, Jay? What's up, buddy? Just uh, grooving over here, you know, like always. Grooving to the music. That's it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great track. It if, is, you guys, if you guys don't know, so we're on episode 54. And if you guys have been listening since the beginning, we appreciate you. Um, that's actually a track from the Mick Kids uh, NES game. It's so good, too. It's so catchy. I use it in that. And if you guys watch my channel, Snacky Snack Time, um, over every video, I have the same track of um, not this track, but like one of the tracks of the Mick Kids soundtrack it's such a fun game if you guys never played it it's basically mario 3 but you're playing as uh mick kids as a mick kid <laughs> as a mick kid a mcdonald's kid <laughs> <laughs> so this episode's all about uh it's like a game show i guess you could say i thought it'd be a fun idea to check out video game movie reviews but only one star reviews. so super bad critical reviews I'm going to read them to Jay and then he's going to try to guess and see if he can, uh, if he can get it right. If he gets it wrong. Sorry. You got to try again. If you get it right, then we can move on. <laughs> I, I, I guess the pressure is on. <laughs> so you guys could play along um, at home as well. Maybe you'd be shouting at the screen or the radio. Be like, it's this one, Jay. Um, so some of them I did short ones and maybe I got a few reviews for the same um, movie. And I tried to block out any mention of the name or actor in the movie that would give it away. Um, and then we could discuss a little bit what we maybe enjoyed about the movie. Sounds like a winner. I think it'd be pretty fun. All right, we'll get into this here. So the first review, um, let's see, I'll switch it up here. So we'll go. This one came out in 2016. Has an average rating of 5.6 out of 10. And all these are on IMDb. That's where I grab the reviews and the ratings and everything. Okay, so first review is poor outcome with dreadful script. As many others, I played the blank games and was looking forward to this film. However, it is safe to say that I was extremely disappointed. No matter if you played the games or not, this film was awful. First thing first, the script is poor. If I haven't played the games, I would have struggled to understand many of the references. The script is vague and confusing in parts, which led to a man who sat in front of me leaving halfway through. I wish I did the same. Although I'm a fan of Michael Fassbender, the quality of writing 
meant he was wasted in this film. When it comes to the special effects, the use of CGI was average. The fighting sequences weren't as good as I expected, as it was clear that was happening. The overall story was disappointing, and the fact that there would be a sequel made even more disappointing. I hate to compare, but games were good, and the film was rubbish. I would not advise wasting your time with this. Please, for your sake. Oh, man. Rough (laughs) review. Rough review. review. So video game based on uh, a franchise, and the movie came out in 2016. So a newer newer video game one, yeah. I'm trying to think of what the newer game, like movies were. I feel like there has been a more recent Mortal Kombat game, but I also feel like maybe a Resident Evil movie. I'm so, I'm so off here, but I have no idea. I'm going to go Mortal Kombat because I just don't know. Mm. Oh, <laughs> don't. All right. Not as, not as a uh, gruesome game. Okay. I'll give okay. you that. Okay. I do have another review. If you want me to read it off the same movie. That would mm. Yeah. Give me a little more context. Cause I just can't remember what came out in 2016. Okay, so this other review titled, Very Disappointed. I was hyped to see one of my favorite video games turned into a movie, but let me just say, it's one of the most boring movies I ever watched. I don't even know how I forced myself to finish it. The actors and directors did a good job giving the fact the script was very poor, and it's more about trying to set up a franchise rather than providing a good movie. Hmm. Man, I, so I think franchise my... multiple thing multiple games. Okay, okay. Like it, it, there's across many platforms. Yeah. I will say, um, it probably started on PS3, Xbox 360 era, and has continued on since. Oh, so wow. Uh, I don't know. Was there a God of War movie? I, I am. I've. You know, I, I remember everything from like 20 years ago, but anything recent, I have no idea. This one was a little tough. So this was the Assassin Creed movie. Oh, see, I never even played those Assassin's games. Assassin's Creed 2016. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Okay. Yeah. That now, was... I, I only played the Black Flag game. Um, Someone told me that was fun because you're, you know, pirate ships are going around the ocean and all that. Um, So I didn't know a whole lot about the games, but I saw the movie and it's a very interesting concept. It is tough to get this script going because the concept of it is there's this company and they they somehow tap into your brain and you can go back into your um uh what would be see ancestors oh wow so, so it's like me but i will go back to my ancestors in the colonial time or in ancient egypt time and i can kind of uh play as them or whatever so that that's like the concept of you it you'd be like pharaoh lyman right <laughs> so pretty pretty unique um they did not make a sequel and say so i know in the review they said obviously they said they left it open at the end to set up more sequels or like gotcha. the franchise and it, it didn't come to fruition so yeah no Un- unfortunately that. that game is just not on my radar i didn't play like ps3 or xbox one very much i do remember my friend brad liked the assassin creed uh like game series but yeah not just wasn't on my radar probably why i didn't remember the movie Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We'll, we'll move on. (laughs) All right. Um, let's see. I will go with, uh, another newer one. All right. 
I have low expectations. You'll get this as well. <laughs> Thank you. Lowered so, expectations. This came out in 2014. Got an average rating of 6.4 out of 10. So a little bit better average rating. All right. The review is boring titled. This was the most boring film in my life that I had watched in all the time. I was wondering when will something happen? Interesting. When I saw my watch, I saw that it had only 10 minutes before the end. And that was the exciting part of the movie. Nevertheless, there were some exciting moments, but there isn't that interest, but they isn't that interesting. Um, the movie is made for years old children because it could be amazed one child, but not a big person. <laughs> yes. The movie is made with real blank. Okay. Yes. Congrats. But it's not interesting. I was so disappointed from the movie. I expect it more. Now, I do have a second review as go well. Ahead, yeah, go ahead and hit that second review, Russ. Do the second one. I didn't want to say one thing because I feel like it would give it away. But Fair I, enough. I, I have a uh, a hunch you probably didn't see this movie or, or, or was on your radar. Okay, review two is titled Steaming Pile of dot dot dot. Wow. No one expected realism from this type of movie. The best way to watch this movie is to turn off the sound and fast forward through any scene with extended dialogue or a woman. <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of mean. <laughs> this cuts the movie time to a manageable one hour with time to watch something else worthwhile. Um, let's see. The lead actor is a capable actor based on his past work, but there is only so much you can do with a sow's heir. No one seems to consider that everyone in the race is going to jail for vehicular homicide and deserves to go jail for the rest of their lives. Granted, this is no worse fate than the screenwriter and directors deserve. How hard did they have to pinch, pinch their noses while making this film? Oh so I gave, man. I gave a little bit more clue into that one there. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just for the lack of an answer, I'm going to say resident evil. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so this was the Need for Speed movie. Oh, yeah. No, I would have never even thought of that movie. Need for Speed 2014. So it, I didn't want to say Cars because then that narrows it down because I don't think they made any other car-based video game movies. Um, I would have said Rad Racer. Rad Racer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an interesting attempt. It's like, how? I mean, how do you take that video game and translate it to a movie? Like some people said, like... um you know, there's a lot of missions and like cool upgrades you could get. And they didn't do that. It was basically just like a race across the country. And they just gotcha. attached the need for speed name on it in hopes to get more people to check it out. That was the need for speed. <laughs> get across the country. All right. I have higher hopes for this one here. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. Just just for when it came out, you might be able to knock it down. Fair, fair enough. Okay, let's go. So it came out in 2020, average rating 6.5 out of 10. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. I bet I saw this one. So this reading, this um, review is titled, I fell asleep. Oh. What did I just watch? The 10s are astounding to me. I have two boys who are obsessed with Blank, the character in video games. The movie couldn't even hold their attention. One of the worst kids movies we've watched in a long time. The story was so boring. The characters were boring. It was so lacking. So disappointed. We had really looked forward to this movie. Not worth the $20 on Prime. Wow. 
And there, I did put another review because I thought it was hilarious. I am purely basing this off the time frame. And I will say that I'm pretty sure my family and I saw this movie. Okay. And we all thought it was fun. If it is indeed. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog movie. For those of you watching, I did the finger wag like in the initial video. (laughs) The other review, I'll read it just for giggles. It's called More Like Trash Panda the Movie. Trash Panda? (laughs) Terrible film. Waste of money. I ended up walking out as well. First time I've done that. The film heavily relies on stories and references from other films of the time. The acting was terrible, not believable. The characters were overused and cliche. I respect the VFX department for changing blank look to be a little more normal and realistic looking. But even when the CGI wasn't that good, this isn't worth your money or time. Don't watch it unless a drunk. Ha ha ha. See, now I disagree. Um, I just thought it was fun, you know, like I'm but I also went into that movie with Mm -hmm. very low expectations. And I find it that when I have lower expectations, I tend to enjoy things more. Uh, Okay, you know, and and I would say Sonic isn't a character I deeply care about the way Mm -hmm. I might care about, like, I don't know, another character, I guess, but he's somebody that I enjoy, you know, in the movie. I mean, I thought they did what they could, you know, I don't know what you think about it, Russ. I thought it was great. I mean, it's, it's the one movie that the internet changed. They changed the look of Sonic to make it more of what they wanted. Um, So I think it has to hold something for that. Right. and I went in and I enjoyed it. I mean, okay, yeah, they got to they got to set up this franchise and all that. I think a lot of people complain there was too much like human screen time, like a lot of the humans on there, and you want to see more Sonic and everything. Right. It's like, all right, they're building that. Like that's what with the second one, they kind of leaning away from. Okay, now you got Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. You can start focusing on them, and you don't really need a lot of humans to drive the movie. So possibly with the third, it's going to be all you know those main characters. I mean, the only way maybe it could have been better is if it would have been strictly in the world of Sonic. And it's not like he came right, right. to like America. Like if Robotnik would have been part of Sonic's world already instead of mm-hmm. him coming to our world to be a part of Robotnik, you know? Right. Someone did complain about that. They're like, the only good thing is the first, you know, five minutes where you're in Green Hill Zone. Right. And and, and then you're like, well, what the heck? Now we're out of it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only like, because it's kind of like the Mario movie was, you know, it was all in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yes. Yes. Maybe if Sonic had went that route, maybe people would have enjoyed it more. But I mean, uh, I don't know. You would. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of, because then you could have had like more of the little robotic animals like from the movie, um, you know, what is Robotnik trying to do? Maybe he's trying to take over Green Hill Zone, you know, or uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I could see if they went more of a cartoon route with it. Maybe people would have liked it better, but I don't know. For what it was, I like right, it. Right, right. There you go. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. We'll move on to the next one here. Um, oh, this one I put one, two, three, four reviews. Some of them were short. So I thought it'd be interesting on that. All right. This this movie came out in 1995 with an average rating of 5.8. Reviews titled, not great on any level, but 
Who am I kidding? I enjoy this movie too much to fully hate it. Quality, 1 out of 10. Enjoyment and nostalgia, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Second review title, if I if don't care for anything. Maybe it's I don't care for anything, you put if. Um, pure garbage. Acting is ridiculous. Story? What story? CGI made from a budget for a hamburger. Even the fighting scenes are horrible. Avoid at all cost. <laughs> and and when was this made again? This was made in 1995. 1995. Here's, here's another one uh, right. titled, If I could give this movie a zero, I would, but I gave it a one. All I'm saying is this is the worst movie I was ever forced to watch. I couldn't even make it through the final scenes. I was so annoyed at how cringy this movie is. Huh. I, I do have one more, but any any thoughts on that one? I'm I'm thinking 95. Oh. Mortal Kombat? Oh, I got it. You are correct. The Mortal Kombat first movie. Yeah. 1995. Fight. The last the last one is uh, titled The Definition of Lame. WTF. Did I just watch? Seriously. Let's look at the game. It's quite badass. If I do say so myself, the movie is a cornball of a mess. The poor acting, laughable dialogue, ridiculous story, and above all, the lame action scenes are so disappointing to see in something called Mortal Kombat. It's not even so bad it's good, like the sequel. It's just bad it's boring. Would would it have killed them to at least put a little blood and gore in there? You know, like the game it's based on? It would have been a thousand times better to see the characters brutalizing each other instead of standing around acting like a pack of dunces. Look up, wow. look up lame in the dictionary. There you will find the poster for Mortal Kombat. Oh, man. That's harsh. <laughs> I love That's it. Harsh. I will Scorpion. say they obviously wanted to make it. I don't know if it was PG or PG-13, but they wanted to appeal to a broader audience to get right. the kids in there. So they didn't want to have that horror R rating right. to have the blood and gore such like the new Mortal Kombat movie is rated R. Gotcha, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's certainly that nostalgia factor. I will say the guy who plays um, Shang Tsung is fantastic, and they even brought him back to be in one of the Mortal Kombat video games. Like his character is like based on how he looks in that game and voice acting and everything. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was good. I liked it, uh, but I also haven't seen it in twenty five years. Right, right. <laughs> I mean. Some of the scenes are, are are funny, but hey, we got we got Scorpion in there. You saw Sub Zero, like he freezes someone. Yeah, Scorp- Scorpion does take off his mask and, and does like a fatality, and, and he's got like the little thing in his hand that comes out like the rope. Right, right. So, which is, is kind of creepy. I was like, okay. I mean, and then they did add reptile in it too. So you had the three ninjas. Reptile, reptile. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. I like it. Fair enough. But they will say, yes, the the sequel was like super bad. They tried to cram like a ton of characters in and the, I feel the CGI was even worse in it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, so that's where it's so bad. It's good realm. What else All you right. got, Russ? All right. Moving on to 2005. This movie mm, came out. 2005. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This review reads. 
Uh, it's, so it's a 5.2 out of 10 titled, I Want My Money Back. I thought it was a good, I thought it was good as Star Troopers 2. Yes, that is taking the Mickey. I thought the cast was awful. I love the blank and everything else so far, but even for him, this was a wooden performance. I too have been an avid fan of the game since the early 90s. I was so looking forward to this. When I heard that blank was going to be in it, I thought, cool. My wife wanted to walk out in the middle, and she is an avid fan also. I also have to agree with comments by others here. Blank sold out. They're trying to squeeze every last cent out of what was once the greatest computer game ever. Any half-wit could have written a better storyline, screenplay. How very, very sad. Um, all right, so you, all right. you think you got this one? I think I got this one, Russ. Uh, okay. I'm going with Doom with The Rock. Oh, you are correct. Yes, yeah. Yes. It is Doom. I figured it might give it away with saying like the best uh, PC game, he says in there, computer that, game ever. That helped a ton. And yeah. then and then hearing the blank was the reason I wanted to go see it. And I was like, the blank? Like, the rock, maybe? <laughs> that almost works because it's like, the rock, the blank. Yeah. <laughs> and they were saying that um, id Software sold out, not the rock on there. Mm-hmm. The, the company that... Uh, um, did doom but yeah doom um i will say i really enjoyed they put in like a first person um perspective oh that's like, cool scene that so like towards the end um you know i don't know if you guys seen the movie but the rock ends up getting like possessed or whatever and turns on his team so one of the guys there um wants to fight him and I think he takes some substance to get like stronger. And then he goes into the like bedroom or bathroom or bathroom does this. And then it switches the first person and he's going around psh, psh, shooting people and going through the corridors and it looks really cool. And that's like a throwback to the game. So that's appreciate cool. that they did that. But some people are, yeah, with the story, cause it's supposed to be like hell and you're getting demons from there and they're talking about, it's just like experiments or something. So yeah, they, they did make another doom movie as well that came out later which i did see and i thought it was fine as well I, a little I, more scarier i'll be honest i didn't see either one this of this one okay yeah yeah there's a lot of video game movies i haven't seen like the assassin's creed the needs for speed the, you know, right this one well i said I got, I got some of these newer ones on there because there was only so many uh oh yeah absolutely retro, retro no, and, I, I'm, and i'm sure a lot of other people probably remember them just not me right and there's quite a few. Like, I feel like if you guys enjoy uh, this podcast here like this, um, we could probably do another episode of this because there's certainly a lot. And I can always read different reviews for the same movie to throw, throw me <laughs> off, throw Jay off. Or we could even do a lot of like there's been a lot of animated video game movies as well. So I can find one star reviews on those. There you go. There we go. OK, we'll go on to the next the next review here. Next movie. This one came out in 2002 with an average rating 6.6 out of 10 titled, Oh my God, words cannot describe. This was the worst film I ever had the misfortune to see in my entire existence. This film was physically, emotionally, and mentally draining to watch. It should have come with a public health warning. Jeez. <laughs> so hard. A health warning? 
Is bad for your health is so terrible? I guess so. I did put yeah. another review in there because that didn't really give you much clues. Maybe it'll give you a heart really attack to watch it. I don't know. Yes. All right. Second review titled Painful to Watch. Many reviewers consider this to be one of the best adbet adaptations. Uh. Adaptations. <laughs> adaptations of a video game into a film. Well, I have to disagree, mostly because I love all the blank games. And even when this is much better than things such as Doom or Blood Rain, it just doesn't make any justice to the original games in which this movie is inspired. The film portrays the original roots of the game, focusing in the action rather than the horror parts. Sure, the game had a lot of action, but also had a lot of thrills, mysteries, and subtle. Something that the film completely lacks. The other problem with this film is the terrible direction of Paul W.S. Anderson, which ruins a great story, turning the whole thing into a huge mess that is barely watchable. As a movie independent of the games, it is mediocre at best, but as an adaptation, it is just terrible, dreadful film. All right, I'm just going to go with Resident Evil. Oh, it was nice. the first Resident Evil movie. I yes. think I actually saw that movie and I thought it sucked as well. They, I mean, I will give it to them. They do go into a mansion. There's a mansion, so that's in the first game. There's, there's that. <laughs> and then they go underground, and then you're like, what is this? And then Alice, that wasn't in the game, like the AI Alice thing going on. Um, so yeah, they could have definitely done a more um, like jump scare-ish uh, tactic rather than action-y. Has, the, has there been a Halo movie? Um... Anim- like, like animated yeah like why haven't they made like a, a legit halo movie yet i don't know i don't know <laughs> maybe it could be in the works let's hear i need it i want it <laughs> a good one fair enough all right before we get on to some more reviews um here's a podcast we think you should check out that is also on the dorkening podcast and network Greetings and Shabibans, we are the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Redoctopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. It's there. And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. All right, we are back. <laughs> more trivia for Jay. Let's see. Can I can I get more right? I need to uh, win. We did we did get a caller this week though. So I was gonna oh, nice. to yeah. jump into a caller. Um they had listened to our um Warp Pipe Wednesday episode or shorter format, and they gave us a call. If you want to call in, guys, it's 
9277. It's in the description. It's on our website and all that. You can leave a voicemail. And I think you can text message as well if you don't want to leave a voicemail. But let's hear what the caller had to say. I keep dreaming, dreaming about my dream phone. It's for you. It's for you, Russ. Hey guys, big fan of the show. Uh, I just recently started watching, but I had a question for you guys since you did a, a, a topic on APGN. What do you guys think of his production slash setup video in which he details uh, the, the video setup that he has when recording episodes? I thought it was pretty intricate and ridiculous, and I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on it. Thanks. Love the podcast and show. Uh, bye. Sweet. Hey, thanks for the thanks for the call. You didn't say who he was, but. Appreciate you watching the podcast and enjoying it. Yeah, that was the past episode. We kind of did our favorite episode of AVGN, the Angry Video Game Nerd. Um, and we discussed a few episodes on there. But the, he's talking about a video that he posted. It was almost about a year ago where he did it behind the scenes on all the equipment he used and how he goes into filming a AVGN episode. Um, I did rewatch it a little bit to preparate this. I sent you the link, Jay. I don't know if you had time. Though. So it's funny. I, I actually, I actually rewatched that probably like a week or two ago for some reason. I just uh, was like, I don't know, watching some AVGN stuff, and I enjoyed James just as much as I enjoy the AVGN. So like, just I was watching it, but I was kind of reminded just how ridiculous some of the stuff he does, like setting up the microphones and. And yes, changing yeah. lights, and it just seems like it's uh, there is so much stuff that he does that might be uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a, I don't know, like a a weird way of doing it. Maybe like maybe there's a right, more right. streamlined way. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. Well, what, what's funny is his, his whole thing was if you see the video, it's about how he this way he can get the videos out quicker because everything is set up with the cameras and the lights and stuff. So he doesn't have to set that all up. He could just come down, turn on two buttons and then start recording. But he does have like a camera set up. And then he also has a um, prompter to have the script right. uh, go through. So that's like set up another thing with a laptop and you have to set the camera up behind the teleprompter. And then he has some lights that are like, fashion to the ceiling like he take, took the tripod flipped it upside down put it on the ceiling and like tied it up right and to he had off a, the floor a ton of those set up throughout the and then he <laughs> explained the couch shot like he's on the couch right mostly you see that but if he wants to get another shot of the game room then you have to move everything right it's and he has like parchment paper over some of his led lights to, yes. to like i guess disperse the light a little, a little bit right right um, um but yeah and then he has um a lot of the capture equipment to get the, the yeah. footage for all the stuff with like splitters and all that. It certainly is elaborate and tons of work went into it, especially with like um, all the footage that he has. He was showing like the network of footage and computer um, that he uses, like the capture of the footage and, and editing. Um, and he, he said he does get a lot of help with screen wave where they helped him get like a new computer and do the right. X. But in my opinion, like some of the grunt work James does, instead of doing letting Screenwave do the editing, I would let Screenwave do the grunt work and let him be the <laughs> editor. You know, like flip it around so that right. way he can still be a bit more over the creative control and let them do the stuff that's annoying that takes up all the time. 
Right. And I, I do feel like if you know James's history, he did go to like film school. So it's kind of instilled with making the videos like this particular way. Anytime I shoot my videos, it's one camera. I have me and Jay have the same camera. It's a Canon M50 DSLR. And I have like two lenses for it. And I do have some movable lights in here, but it's super basic where I can shoot here, take the camera, easily move it over here and get another shot. And it's like quick, quick. Um, but I know he has more production of like writing a script and right. and set up like this. And he did mention he would love to have more dynamic in all the episodes, but sometimes a basic episode has to come out so he can have time to do the more elaborate ones. Cause a basic episode might only take a few hours yeah. to film and edit. I, did, I think some of these problems occurred after James had children, you know what I mean? Uh, right. And, and as a parent, Russ now knows <laughs> the, the challenges <laughs> of that. Although I will say, it seems like you got a sweet deal. Your child seems to be like, <laughs> I don't know, not the way mine was, but congratulations to you, Russ. Thank you. But yeah. Thank you. Uh, I thought, um, <laughs> I thought it was very interesting, but yeah, it seems like a, kind of a, a weird way to do some stuff in uh, maybe like an archaic <laughs> style. But uh, right, um, but hey, it, it works for him. So. It works for James, and that's kind of the way he grew up. And like you said, the film school and all that. But right, yeah, very interesting video and great, great question. Uh, I appreciate you calling in. Absolutely. All right, back to guessing the video game movies by the one star review. All right, where do we leave off? We did that one. Okay, we got one, two, three, four more left. Sweet. We can crank out. I bet I can get at least 50% of these. <laughs> okay, this one came out in 1994 with an average rating 3.9 out of 10. This one's titled Absolute Dumpster Fire. This movie should have never been made. It's as bad as the Super Mario Bros. movie. So it ain't that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then the second review is titled Hoover ain't got nothing on this one. <laughs> Old Hoover. Hoover, the original inventor of the vacuum cleaner. Better watch their hiney. This flick can literally suck the pain off your car. Cliches stitched together, but yet more cliches seems to be the order of the day. If the awful acting is enough to get you, the cinematography is even worse. Then there's continuity. Well, actually, there isn't. But apparently nobody noticed and everyone goes home and lives happily after after. I'm sure that neopotism isn't dead, but lives on in the studios where this marvelous waste of perfectly good celluloid was made. Great movie to watch while stoned. All right, I'm torn between two. <laughs> I'm torn between two. 90, 94, I said. Yeah. 94. Was it Street Fighter? Oh, it was, double, was, was, it, was it Double Dragon? Double oh, Dragon. Oh, okay. It was one of the fighters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't seen this movie in quite, quite some time, but I do know the two actors that were cast for Billy and Jimmy. One of them knew like karate, like in real life. And the other did not. So with the fighting scenes, one excelled over the other where they kind of maybe had him do more goofy stuff or whatever. And you're like, right. this is supposed to be double dragon. Like there's no karate and like punching and all this could have plenty this, of action scenes. This is single dragon, <laughs> single dragon. <laughs> I guess you're better off sticking to the cartoon series. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I just remember dragon. the commercial. That's all I remember. 
the commercial for the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I imagine it's it's terrible. Probably. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What else we got? All right. This one. This one is a good one here. You should get this one here. This movie came out in 1993. Average rating 4.1 out of 10. And it's titled, One of the Worst Movies Ever Made. Sucked, sucked, and then sucked someone. <laughs> Could have been an okay movie, but whoever thought it was a good idea should never be allowed to make another movie ever again. The whole way they went about making it was just dumb. What were they thinking? Oh, my gosh. So I'm, I'm going to go with the opposite of my answer last time. We're going to say, so we're going to go back to Street Fighter. Oh, mm. oh. come on. <laughs> What were you thinking? What was I thinking? I guess I wasn't. One of the worst video game movies of all time, most people say. Oh, so I mean, maybe I missed the year. Is it? Was it? The, is it the Mario Brother movie? Oh, you are you yes, the Mario Brother movie. No, I do. Remember, I do remember seeing this movie. Uh, I saw it around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. My family was in town. They're like, "Oh, let's go see a movie." It might. It may have even been Christmas Day, nineteen ninety three. Wow. Or, or Thanksgiving. It could okay, possibly yeah, be Thanksgiving. One of those, yeah. Um, but um, I remember going to see it and being very excited. And mm. I found joy in little things like, okay, Yoshi made the movie. You know, it right, didn't look right. like Yoshi to me, but he was in there. I mean, he was a um, dinosaur. Uh, he was a dinosaur. <laughs> Mario and Luigi had red and green suits. Uh, I think they used a super scope towards the end yes. of the movie. And, um, and it was in it was in New York, and they were the Goombas. I thought, uh, how do you go from this little mushroom that walks sideways to this big tall thing with a reptile head? I, somebody tell me, please. <laughs> I don't know, but I I remember walking out of that theater. My sister, my brother was like, "Did you, did you like it?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> Wow. As a, no, no, it wasn't what I expected. As a 12 year old, I was so disappointed. Jeez. Yeah. I will say, like you, like you mentioned, I appreciate a lot of the callbacks that they did to the game. Like they did have um, Big Bertha in there. She was like the um, bouncer lady in, in the red outfit. So it's supposed to be the, the fish from the game. And they had um, little bullet bills that yeah. they they put into those shoes that they had so they could jump high. I guess yep. they were going with, okay, you jump high in the video game. Like here's maybe a realistic way you can do that. Right. Um, and yet they, they were in Brooklyn and they embraced their, their plumbers. Yep. Um, yeah. I didn't get the whole like dino Hatton instead of Manhattan dino Hatton. Like, all right, let's make a like opposite. Like what if the meteor um, that killed the dinosaurs didn't, and then they evolved into this and it turned into, Dino Hatton. <laughs> yeah, and the whole thing where he sticks his tongue out, like, like what? Oh, yeah, yeah, Koopa. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Um, I will say, for that time, it was similar to other movies that came out. You had, uh, like, Demolition Man. Um, what were some other ones that were, like, that, like... Futuristic. Uh, futuristic steampunk aesthetic. Yeah. Um, trying to think the other... Demolition one. Man's literally the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I know there were there were a few other movies that maybe Fifth Element or so. I don't know if that's the same time frame. Yeah, I don't know. But it, but they were kind of all going for that. Uh, but I had just recently learned I watched um, the channel uh, 
Cordo Digital, and they they're like a VFX guys, and they did like a VFX artists artists react to trailers or movies or whatever, and they did the Super Mario Brothers movie, and they mentioned that this movie was like the first movie to use certain special effects that a, a company made. I guess I think VLM is like the the standard of of visual effects then. And they couldn't use them on this movie. So another company was like, hey, let's come up with these techniques or whatever. So a lot of the visual effects that you're seeing are the first time used in a movie. So it kind of set the stepping stones for other movies to be a little bit better. Yeah. So if anything, there's that. That's all. That's it. Yep. (laughs) All right. Moving on to the to the next one here. This one came out in 2001, and it has an average rating 5.7 out of 10. Not worth the plastic the video is recorded on, it's titled. The number of people who have gushed over this film surprises me. I'll confess, I haven't seen the whole thing. I rented it and watched it at home, and 20 minutes into the movie, I had to turn it off. This movie doesn't seem to rely on plot, but there are good action movies without plots. The movie attempts to rely on action, but the action is stale and lifeless. There is still the fact that it stars Blank, one of the hottest women in Hollywood. However, the amount of Blank's body we we see doesn't justify an entire movie. If you want to see more of her, go look at Gia. The movie is half-hearted attempt to generate eye candy for teenagers who aren't old enough to view anything stronger. What movie are we talking about? All right, I got it. This is Tomb Raider. This is Tomb Raider. Yeah. Well, specifically, it's called um, Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Laura Croft Tomb Raider. All right. We're talking about Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. She's definitely yeah. a hottie. <laughs> For sure. At that time. Yep. I'm surprised she, she didn't make our crushes list. And our crushes yeah, episode. <laughs> she was never a crush of mine, if I'm being honest. <laughs> what, we she all was know in, I like the blondes. She was in um, Hackers. Early, early seeing of that. Maybe Anna Jolita Jolie and Hackers was good. Yeah, but um, I will say she she looked the part. Like how they dressed her or whatever. She had that like tight blue tank top and like the khaki shorts. Like yeah. that's how Laura Croft looked in the games. So. She's kind of got like that 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 tan skin, the dark hair. Like she just she kind of has that the braid. Like, yeah, she kind of looks like her. She looked the part. Maybe maybe the script wasn't there, but I mean it's basically Lady Indi- Indiana Jones. Like she's going on adventures or whatever and what more what were we were that they made two of them so yeah. it obviously did well enough at the box office to throw to, it back as a sequel yep <laughs> i don't know people's expectations i guess are just low i guess so or high you need lowered rather. expectations <laughs> you know what that's from no uh so on on uh not saturday night live but the the was it was it the, it was Fox's version. What was it called? Mad TV. Yes. It was like um, it was like a dating hotline, and it was like you know, like you make your little dating video, and that was like it was just like these people that had like they they were just terrible, and it was oh, like yes, yes. So it was called Lord Expectations. Gotcha. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's see. We got one more to wrap this up. All right. This movie came out in 1994 with an average rating of four out of 10 titled won't forgive yourself for watching it. Sometimes you watch a movie and feel hard done by it. Wondering why you wasted your time. 
This movie takes it to a new level, making you wonder if you should continue living after seeing it. I scream my head off for the most part. Sometimes at night, I still hear the screaming. Has to be the worst acted, scripted, and edited movie in the entire history of movies. Blank has gone too far with this one. The movie industry has insulted us in ways I cannot say. And I am sorry I have seen it. Was a Blank fan ever since the game was released several years ago. I watched the animated series with much delight. All that enjoyment has been tainted by this movie. Do not watch. The animated series. So, it's, so they did have an animated movie as well. Okay. I mean, what they're saying. And this came like, out in 94. I feel like the only one I haven't guessed or I've guessed and it was wrong was Street Fighter. Oh, this is the Street Fighter movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Could you imagine screaming your head off during a movie like the whole time? Yeah, it would have been asked to leave. Like, all right, buddy. Yeah. Hey, hey, you <laughs> Please stop, exit the theater. Stop screaming. Stop that screaming there, boss. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter, the movie, uh, certainly is one of those like bad video game movies. I recently had my wife watch it because the Blu-ray came out, and I picked up the Blu-ray, and I was like, you got to watch this movie. And she was, I mean, not impressed or whatever. She sat through it. But <laughs> it certainly has a weird, weird plot. Yeah. Um, and I said, I don't know why they made, we brought this up before, why they made Jean-Claude Van Damme Guile, where he's, Guile's an American, all about American in the game. Right. And choose Van Damme, who is not American. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the the boxer from the Rocky Four movie, uh, what's his name again? Of Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. He, I feel like he looks, especially in that Rocky movie, more like Guile with the, the right, spiky with the, blonde hair. Right. The big muscles. Um, and I don't know what kind of accent he has, but he would have definitely made a better guile. Right. Maybe and not at that time, because I don't know. Maybe he had aged more. At, I guess that was roughly so. roughly 10 years later. He might not have right. looked quite the part. I mean, he was in the Expendables movie, and that came out, I think, that's in the true. 2000s-ish. So. I think Van Damme was just a hot actor at the time, and they that's how they used him. And and then again, that also having that he posed trouble with shooting because he was doing, I guess, a lot of cocaine or drugs on the set. So it was hard to film a lot of the scenes because they couldn't find him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, geez, come on, Van Damme. But they get out of the yeah. bathroom and get over here and kick some butt. <laughs> I will say it was also the last movie of Raul Julia who did Bison. Um, he did this movie for his kids. Yeah, he killed um, it, too. <laughs> oh, sorry. He did pass away after this movie, so R.I.P. Um, but yeah, he played V. I thought he played a great bison in there. They didn't do obviously a lot of fight fighting scenes because he couldn't physically perform it. But I mean, Van Damme had his lightning kick. He did do a backwards spin lightning kick that Guile does. That's cool. But a lot of the other characters I thought were odd. Like they made E Honda and and Balrog like part of this like camera crew with Chung Lee. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What? Weird. And they made a random doctor like turn into Dalzim and he had like hair that like fell out. So we could look Dalzim and and then yeah, he was creating Blanca. Like that was like a subplot that was like Guile's friend Charlie, and they created him into Blanca. I can barely remember some of this movie, (laughs) but maybe for the better. So yeah, I mean it certainly ranks up there. I haven't seen they did come out with a like a Chung Lee based Street Fighter movie. 
Um, I don't know if it did well at all, but I think that was more 2000s. Hmm. But yeah, if you guys enjoyed this uh, trivia one-star review, guess the video game, I could certainly do another one. There's quite a few video game movies I didn't put on the list. Yeah, that was fun. I did worse than I thought. <laughs> when I would. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I could stump you again. That's all right. I'm down. Guys, be sure to check out the weeklywarppipe.com. We got uh, all sorts of merch on there. You can get a t-shirt. We got mugs, stickers, pins, magnets. So you grab all that stuff on there to support the show. Give us a call with suggestions or comments. 949-682-9277. You can check me out on at Russ Lyman. Jay, just passed 30,000 subscribers. I saw that. That's madness, dude. Keep it up. That's so So, cool. It's all, it's all my shorts. Some of those guys need to come over here to the weekly warp pipe and listen to us. Right, right. I know it. Um, yeah, I posted some shorts. One of my shorts literally hit 10 million views. Wow. I was like, get out of town. So I love your shorts for (laughs) us. They're they're pretty good ones. Pretty good. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you guys aren't following me on there, be sure to follow me there. I have Snacky Snack Time as my other YouTube channel, of course, here in the Weekly Warpipe. And 8-Bit Bliss is my fourth channel. I do video game music on there. Um, So there's a whole bunch of music you could just play and enjoy. And, Jay, where can we check you out? Uh, Mainly on TikTok, uh, but you can also check out my old YouTube videos. And most importantly, every Wednesday and Saturday right here with my buddy Russ Lyman on the Weekly Warp Pipe. Fantastic. Thanks for watching, guys. As always, I'm Russ Lyman. Keep your world fun bit by bit. Get over here!